and welcome to episode three of the Emily Jordan blogcast. Today's blog is called, What Are You Measuring? How's That Working For You? And it's not an original concept in the sense that I'm certainly not the only person to have explored and discussed this topic, but most of the times that I've read about it or had conversations about it have been in business situations or marketing blogs, things like that. And I'm not really a businesswoman. So I've taken this concept and kind of applied it to my own life. And I find it actually really applicable to all lives and all people because we live in a measuring world. We really like to have data and statistics and cold, hard measurements. And more than measuring, we love judging things. We love to critique and have opinions, not only for other people or places, but for ourselves. In this sense of self-judgment and self-critique can be pretty detrimental, and it has been for me personally. So that's kind of where this blog was born from, just to kind of prime your ears here. I hope you pull something from it and enjoy the discussion to follow. Without further ado, here is the blog. What are you measuring? How's that working for you? There's an old silly YouTube video that was made before YouTube is what it is today by someone who was probably just trying to be funny and ended up getting famous. It's called Marcel Deschelles. And if you haven't seen it, you should, only because it's silly and because I'm about to reference it. It's a video I can hardly describe because in words, it sounds pretty stupid and weird. Actually, a lot of things do, not just this video, but I'll try. It's a little seashell with a glued-on googly eye and fake plastic shoes to look like a person. A person named Marcel, and he or she talks with a shaky, high-pitched, and nasally voice. This video is literally just this shell person talking about their life and experiences as a shell. Like I said, pretty weird and stupid, but entertaining nonetheless. As of today, June 8th, the video has 28 million views. Anyway, at one point during the video, Marcel says... Some people tell me my head is too big for my body, and I say, compared to what? Which, again, was probably just meant to be funny, but is actually incredibly insightful. How many times a week, a day, do you hear judgmental things like this? I don't mean judgmental with a negative connotation. I simply mean a statement using words of judgment like good, bad, fast, slow, big, small. How many times do you hear things like, business isn't good this month, or he's very successful and she's doing okay. There's nothing wrong with making judgments or statements about our perception of something or someone's success or the quality of something. We have to judge things because we have to have a way of determining who can get into what school, what companies we want to invest in, who we're going to hire, what friends we want to choose. No, there's nothing wrong with making judgment calls. The problem arises when we are unaware of what our measuring stick is. The bigger problem arises when we are using a measuring stick that delivers negative, meaningless results. And the biggest problem is when we believe these negative, meaningless results are indeed meaningful. When we believe that the data we collect is the only data that matters, and the way we collected it is the only way to do so. Like Marcel said to the person who told him his head was too big for his body, Compared to what? What was that critic using as his basis of judgment? Another shell person? A regular person? His own head? 
Like the old adage says, everyone is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing it's stupid. It will live this way because it's been judged using the wrong measuring tool, a tree. So what are you measuring your life with? How are you determining whether or not you're succeeding? What's even your definition of success? What are you using to judge whether or not you're doing well or not so good? Sometimes we're actually doing much better than we think we are. We're just measuring the wrong things. My goodness, I know it's kind of self-absorbed or just biased to say this, but I really like this blog. And I'm not saying that in like, oh my God, I love my writing way. I'm saying it in a, I'm so happy that I learned this for myself and I want you to learn it for yourself too. Because this took me a really long time to understand and apply to my own life. I spent a lot of time measuring what I now know are the wrong things. And I let those measurements define me. I let them tell me what type of person I was and if I was good enough. And I'll tell you this, based on the measurements I was taking, I wasn't good enough. I was falling short and I was not successful. I felt terrible about myself and my decisions until after a lot of talks with my dad and readings and just a lot of time with myself to think, I realized, hey, there are a lot of other things I could be paying attention to and a lot of other things I could base my value off of. My value doesn't have to come from this and that, but it took me a really long time to stop measuring the things I was measuring. It took me a long time to break those habits and that's because it's really easy to fall into measuring the stuff the world tells you to measure. It's really easy to say, well, I'm gonna compare myself to my peers or my colleagues in order to see how I measure up. And that's the old fish climbing a tree deal. I've sort of talked about this before, but if I put myself up against someone in medical school or someone who works for an advertising agency or someone who's been a personal trainer for years, I'm going to fall short, but only because I'm using those standards. We have to be aware of the measuring tools we're using to make our judgments of ourselves and of others. If you're going to use money as a means of deciding how successful you are, then you are by default going to consider yourself, quote, less successful than someone who makes more money than you. If you're using a certain number of Instagram followers as a means of determining the value of your products or services, then again, you're going to consider yourself less valuable than someone with more followers and more valuable than someone with less followers because you've decided that money equals success or that followers equals good business. And I'm not saying which one's are the right and wrong tools for you. I'm just saying you need to be aware of what you're using, especially if you're unhappy with the judgments you've made on yourself or your business or others. You have to be like Marcel the Shell. And when you hear yourself making a judgment about yourself, for example, you might say, I've done a crap job this week with my diet. You need to channel that inner Marcel the Shell and say, compared to what? 
like you've done crap compared to last week or compared to the way you want to be eating or compared to another person? Like where are your judgments about yourself coming from? How are they being formed based on what standards? For me, this weighed really heavily on me when I transitioned from teaching to doing what I do now. And I would tell myself constantly, I'm not as successful. I'm not doing as well this year as last year. I'm regressing. But only recently did I stop and say, okay, compared to what? Based on what are you, quote, not as successful? And I realized I was using some pretty shitty measuring tools. If I base my level of success or my value on money and financial gain, then yeah, I'm less successful and less valuable this year than last. I make significantly less money this year than last year. And if I think I'm regressing because I look around at my peers and see, man, they're buying a house or they're getting promotions, they're traveling everywhere, then by all means, I am indeed regressing. But again, only if I use those standards. So then what standards can I use? How can I determine my worth, my value, my success, the things that are important to me like that if I don't use money or social status or a job title to do that? Well, if I compare my level of happiness this year to last year, then I'm doing infinitely better. If I use authenticity as a measuring tool and say, oh, look, this year I am way more authentic. I am way more myself than I was last year. Using that tool, I'm doing better. I'm progressing. So it's really just about what and how we're measuring things and how we're forming the judgments we form. We do this all the time with things besides people or ourselves. We go eat at a new restaurant and the food is nasty. So we leave and we say, that restaurant isn't good. But when we say something like that, we're basing our judgments solely on the food. We're using one measuring standard. We might overlook the fact that parking was easy, the service was good, the atmosphere was incredible, and the prices were good. And that's fine to overlook that if we want to only judge a restaurant on its food quality. I just really think we need to be aware that that's what we're doing, that that is how we formed our opinion. We need to be aware of this in every single situation of judgment and determination of value because how we form our judgments on things like restaurants is also how we're going to form our judgments on ourselves and others. If we're in a habit of judging something based on just one specific set of criteria that the world kind of says, oh, you should use this to determine how good something is, then we're also going to carry this mindset over into the areas where it actually matters and where it actually affects us and the way we feel about ourselves. Being aware that we're doing that and being able to decide which tools to use in which situation is an incredibly advanced technique. It's hard and it requires a lot of rewiring and conscious thought towards something that's normally automatic. I mean, right now our measuring tools are pretty automatic. If we take a 45-year-old man, for example, who has a family and just lost his job, and we say, how's he doing? We're automatically going to say to ourselves, well, he lost his job, he's not making any money, he's got a family to support, so he's doing pretty bad. In this situation, we've used money, job, family support mechanisms as a means of judging how well this man is doing. But what happens if we use another tool? If we change our standards of measurement? What happens if we ask how that 45-year-old man is doing, but this time we measure how well he's doing based on the amount of time he gets to spend with his kids? 
well, he's probably doing great if that's the measuring stick. Because now that he's not working, he has a lot of time to go to their baseball games or pick them up from school and eat dinner with them. But this isn't typically what the world says to measure to determine whether or not someone is, quote, doing okay. You know, the world says, hey, as long as you're making money and moving up the ladder of life, you're doing well. I internalized that a lot as a teacher. I mean, I was making money and I was appropriately moving up this ladder of life. I went to school. I graduated. I got a job using my degrees. All of that means I was doing well, right? But I didn't feel at all like I was doing well. I felt even less like I was doing well when I quit because quitting does not make money and quitting is not a part of the life ladder. And if I would have continued to use money and climbing up the ladder of life as metrics to measure my success and my value, then I would not consider myself to be doing well right now. And the thing is, I do very much consider myself to be doing well. I'm very happy. I just have changed the things I'm measuring and I've changed how I determine my self-worth. I've also stopped measuring a lot of things completely, but I've also just measured things like how real am I being and how kind have I been or how much have I pushed myself out of my comfort zone? And those to me are much more important things to measure. So how do we get to this place? How can you get there? I think it's pretty obvious when we are in a place of making poor judgments on ourselves, whether we know it or not. Um, When we're measuring the wrong things, the side effects of that are feeling bad about what we're doing or feeling like we're failing. We don't want to talk about what we're doing because based on the tools we're using to measure it, we're not doing well. And we feel really sad or we feel frustrated. So what do we do? How do we go about changing the tools we're using to measure these things? I think the first step is just to identify what you're currently using as a measuring stick and just ask, how's that working for you? Think about the judgments you have about yourself. If you are feeling like you're failing or falling short or just not quite meeting the marks, ask yourself, in what ways am I failing? Where am I falling short? What marks have I missed? And that's how you're going to identify the tools you're currently using. So for example, you might decide, okay, I'm failing at getting enough clients or customers to cover my expenses. That means you're using the number of clients you have as your measuring tool. You've decided that a certain number of customers determines your success and your value and how well you're doing. So that's step one. Identify what tools you're currently using. Step two then is going to be not just get rid of that tool because, you know, there's no denying that it is important to cover your expenses. So I'm not asking you to not care about the important things and just say, forget about it. I'm asking you to integrate a new tool. That is step two. Find a new measuring stick. What else can you measure that you aren't already measuring? What about client interaction or positive feedback? What about smiles? What about good conversations with people? What if you decided to measure something like that? If you measure positive client interaction, for example, you might start looking at your interactions and discover, wow, even though I don't have that many clients, every interaction I have with someone makes me happy. It makes me feel like I've helped them. So why don't we measure that? That's some important stuff. So step two, integrate a new measuring tool. And step three is simple, but it's huge. 
It's really short, it's compact, but it's going to infiltrate every part of your life. And step three is use it everywhere. Use that new measuring tool everywhere in all situations. When you find yourself making a judgment about that new restaurant or a store or the way you look or an interaction with a friend, use that new measuring tool. Use that thought process. Stop for a second and ask yourself, compared to what or based on what? Because that's without a doubt going to change how you see others and how you see yourself. If you are unhappy with the data you've collected, why don't you change not only the way you're collecting the data, but change what data you are collecting. And that might mean you quit collecting one type of data entirely, even if temporarily. Whatever it means, make sure that you're measuring the right stuff, the stuff that matters, that you're basing your value and success and worth on something solid, something that matters and not on something silly like money or followers or life advancements. Those things might be naturally important to you, but if those are the only tools you're using, if those are the only determinants that you have of your value, you're going to have a hard time not only finding value in yourself, but finding value in others because you're going to use the way you judge yourself as a way to judge others. And I promise you, people in your life are going to fall short. They're not going to measure up if you continue to use just those standards. Don't be the person who judges a fish based on his ability to climb a tree. Be like the little shell person and make a habit of asking yourself compared to what? Just like the final sentence of this blog says, sometimes we're actually doing much better than we think we are. We're just measuring the wrong things. So this week, your challenge is to focus on what you're measuring. What tools are you using? What type of data do you collect about yourself in order to form the judgments and opinions you have of yourself? Become aware of these things, ask yourself those questions, and then find new things to measure and go out into the world and use those on yourself and on others. Day. Thanks again for listening. Please be sure to like this in the iTunes store or in the app and let me know what you think either in the blog comments or in an email or in the comments on iTunes. Feedback is really cool and because I want this to be effective and useful, I need feedback. And so I'm very open to any and all types. Give this a thumbs up, drop a comment, shoot me an email and have a great week. 